0: Shining a spotlight on the news you won't hear anywhere else. Jason Rance Jason Rance. Jason
1: Rance. This story, it's not going to be on CNN. It's not going to be on MSNBC. The
0: Rance Report on the Todd Herman Show. May not be perfect, but it's still the best government we have. For now. You know, if we had the time, I would have done a where's Waldo thing with you, Jason. Welcome back to the program. you uh, When was the last time you slept at home? Well, I, so I was in Seattle for like three days, I think.
1: Uh, over the course of the last three <laughs> weeks, which is actually that's that's a positive. Yeah,
0: I, I've never been yourself... more safe. <laughs> that's probably true because you're at CPAC and now you're what is it? What's the name of this event again? The young uh, the young radicals a... for uh, for Q QAnon.
1: Yeah, well, clearly it's a student action <laughs> summit. I'm here in uh, Tampa for Turning Point. USA. It's basically they put on these events a couple times a year where they bring together young people, high school students, college students, to hear the conservative messages and do some breakout sessions so that they can actually become better citizens and and push back at some
0: of the, the nonsense that we're seeing across the country. Good. So what's it like to be recognized now that because radio is one thing and eventually, occasionally I get the honor of meeting a listener, might know who I am, but y- you choose to do television all the time. So what's it like to have people come up and go And do they ever come up and say, are you the guy from Fox News? And you say, oh, yeah, Jason Ranson, they go, no, 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 the other guy. <laughs> You ever ever get that? Is that Jesse
1: Waters over there? Uh, You know what happened? I I got in on Thursday, and I had done a couple hits for Fox, and I was super tired, and I went to a restaurant to eat alone. And I only had about 30 minutes. So I sit down, and immediately some kid comes up. Kid, he's early 20s maybe. He goes, this is the worst way to open a conversation. I know who you are. He told me and <laughs> it was the creepiest thing yeah. ever. And then he goes, um, you're Jason Rance, I-, I see you on Fox. Can-, can I can I sit down? I have a couple questions. And then he just sat down at my table and he started to question, uh, offer questions as to why Seattle is so liberal. He was very nice, but also very creepy and weird.
0: OK, well, then you can look forward to more of that. The more TV, you so much do, more, because the- <laughs> I always enjoy meeting listeners, but sometimes the conversations when they do start with someone say walking into an open office I had an open office in Spokane when I did talk radio the first time around and I wasn't armed that day, Jason, which as you know, is very weird for me, and a guy walked into my doorway and he said, "Are you Todd Herman?" and I realized there's no door <laughs> there's no way out <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, yeah, that's me, and thanks for just that's walking kind of in stuff. and out so yeah. Uh, I was just talking about your exclusive story at com about this. Um, I don't want to call him a clown because that would be commenting on his personality versus his policies. Um, but it's clown-ish that this guy wants to be the mayor of Seattle. Um, or is it city council? But he, he, he's, he's running for office it's in Seattle. Seattle. Mayor. Yeah. He, mayor. He wants to be mayor. And he, he opts out of paying rent, which apparently he had the money to do because he had a government job. And his nickname is What? His nickname is Ace, because that's (laughs)
1: cool and edgy, I guess.
0: I mean, it's not the 80s
1: anymore, but okay, we'll go with it. I mean, this is a guy who uh, a lot of people just sort of brushed off. He's a housing activist who's lived in Seattle for not long. I think he moved here in 2016 from uh, Texas. And lo and behold, he ended up raising more money from the democracy vouchers than any other candidate including the ones you've actually heard of who are more establishment and he's also raised a considerable amount of money outside of that. So this is a guy who while the polling does not suggest he's going to make it into the general has been doing really really well on the fundraising side of things. And to to get just the optics of I chose not to pay rent starting in March of last year despite having a job at the time is just truly bizarre. Now When I found out about the story and I started to dive in, I was thinking to myself, there's a really easy way for him to pivot out of this and not have it be as controversial as it should be. And it's simply by saying, oh, I'm just like so many other Seattleites who are struggling in a city that has become unaffordable and that's why I'm running for mayor. I'm basically trying to say, I'm just like you. Except the fact of the matter is his rent is about the average It's just slightly higher than the average by about 50 bucks in Seattle, according to apartment list. So it's not like he is living in this unaffordable part of Seattle. Sixteen hundred on Capitol Hill is actually a really good deal. And again, he was working at the time. I understand if you're in a position where you lost your job due to covid and you're struggling, but this doesn't feel like that. Because he could very easily be trying to get a job right now that will then pay the $20,000 or so that's owed to the property owners, but instead he's running for mayor on a campaign that is not going to win. So it just feels especially shady to me.
0: Well, he could just take his apartment and use it as campaign headquarters and pay himself $1,600 a rent a month as long as he filed the papers to make that his office and used it and let people live in there. Maybe he could charge himself double and pay that back over the next six months. <laughs> but here's what people don't understand. Jason, they don't have to give this money back. And these democracy vouchers are an utter scam. This is a tax on people yeah. to force you to pay for the campaigns of people you don't like, whose ideas you can't stand. They're also easy, easy money laundering. People go out, and I know people have been accused of using money to buy democracy vouchers from homeless people, etc. Um, they just go to everybody. Now, he doesn't have to give that money back. He can take that money and use that as a political war fund, right? He doesn't have to return it as long as he uses it for political well, purposes.
1: Is that correct? Yes, he, does, he doesn't have to return it. I don't know what the current up-to-date rules are. Once you are declared a loser in a campaign, I don't know where that yeah. money actually goes because the money is, is technically in a fund that they're pulling out of. So I don't know what the rules are to, to govern that. But I think you're right in the sense that this is what bothers me about the democracy vouchers in a more general sense. I, my tax dollars, because I live in Seattle, my tax dollars went to this guy who supports a 50% cut on the police department. That I find to be an odious position, and it is horrible that I have to subsidize a campaign that pushes that nonsense.
0: No, it's that forced was speech.
1: Why I, it's 100% forced speech, and
0: they know that, and they don't care. Right. And this is, folks, please understand something. Um, you know, Jason is out talking to young conservatives today. He's in Florida at Turning Points USA, so he's out doing the work of helping people learn how to be good activists, good citizens, etc. Just understand this is life under the party. You will be engaged in forced speech unless you turn. Uh, you know, and turn and help people get out of this. Jason, what are you teaching the the young people there? What are you personally wanting them to do with your information? What are you teaching them?
1: So I'm actually doing a breakout session today at two o'clock with my friend Michael Knowles, who's heard on KTTH at eight p.m. We're doing a breakout session on getting into broadcasting and podcasting and and the written word to get your messages across there are a lot of younger people who want to work at their college radio station for example or start a podcast and we're going to give them some of the tips on how to actually do it and not be canceled that's the the little asterisk by our session is how not to be canceled
0: okay that's really interesting to not be canceled because the white house has announced that they are working in concert with social media companies yep. to disappear people um there's an exclusive story i had last week and maybe we can talk about that on your show one day it was there um, uh, justin hart my friend came uh, on our program last week jason the day they announced that justin had his powers zapped by facebook all he shared was actual math about the use of masks with kids, and it was only mm-hmm. footnoted 72 times to scientific papers, etc. <laughs> do you think there's actual hope that people don't get canceled, or do you think they eventually come for all of us? Well, they're eventually going to come for all of us, which is why we all have to push back
1: any time yeah. we can, and I think that that's more of a message, less so for our side of things, but more so on, on the left. You know, right, I, I've used this quote for many years, since 2004 when I was told it. Imagine the power to censor in the hands of your worst enemy. And yeah. right now, we don't really have to imagine that because conservatives <laughs> are not in power. <laughs> but, Democrat, this is a message for Democrats. They're the ones who have to pay attention to that because at some point they're not gonna be in power. And I imagine that they will be as outraged as we are currently if folks were trying to cancel them, quote-unquote, for some of the content that they put out. And I, I would, I know you would join me as well in saying that that is wrong to cancel people on the left. Well, they're not seeing it from a principled position, and that's the danger.
0: Right. No, they're seeing it from a power position. Jason Rance, 3 to yep. 6 p.m. here on Fox News all the time. Make sure you get his podcast. Appreciate you joining us, Jason.
1: Thanks for Thank having you. us, and don't forget, we'll be live from Tampa at 3 o'clock. Lots of special guests. Wow. Andy Biggs, Pete Hegseth, Kaylee McEnany, Charlie Kirk, so Dang. much more.
0: Tune in. And Jason And
1: eh, Don't forget you.
0: <laughs> All right, appreciate you coming on, Jason. Thank you. Todd Herman Show, continued.